Hello everybody, and welcome back to A Couple of Friends at No Class. Today we have a great episode on one of my favorite topics, time travel and back to the future. We talk about some pretty weird things this episode, but also some pretty cool things as we run through the entire Back to the Future trilogy and all of its finer points. I'm honestly surprised how many of these things I remembered off the top of my head, which is kind of crazy. Guess I'm more of a fan than I thought. Check out the episode, I hope you all enjoy. talking like not like nothing on i'm like when did no, you you didn't oh. lift up your shirt you like raised your I arms and my your shirt arms. moved and you and then <gasps> you know whose tits i have like had to like talk myself into not like staring a hole into calistas <laughs> you know how hard it is to concentrate in band especially last season you Asshole, <laughs> wear a proper sports bra. I'm I a lesbian. Was, I was wearing a proper <laughs> sports bra. No, you weren't. Yes, I, I was. saw the anime Triple physics. Triple don't have <laughs> proper sports bras. It's what, no, you know that your bra doesn't work because you were holding your titties. So you I, know. My bra never Hot works. That definitely got Again, it. Back in high school, I used to get yelled at for ace bandaging and wrapping my tits, and I wasn't even trans. So I could run the fucking mile. I can't run. My tits will beat the shit out of me. I had to run. <laughs> They're well, abusive. My tits were beating the shit out of me too. That's why I wrapped I them. tried explaining that to a male PE teacher and he's just like, I don't get it. Just don't make them bounce. I'm like, oh, oh I had oh, to consider that. Genius. Mm, let me hold in my period as well because I have that psychic power. No, so for the mile and for sit-ups, I ace bandaged and bound and wrapped my chest so my boobs wouldn't jiggle as much. And so when I laid down to do the sit-ups, I wouldn't get choked because I Hot. couldn't do it otherwise. However, for the push-ups, all we had to do is we had a sponge, was, and that was how far you had to go down is to make the wrapper around the sponge crinkle. You used your titties. So, yeah, I took off my uh, ace bandage when I did that, and I was in, like, heavy-duty sports bra um, before ace bandaging them, too. The power of tits compels you. So what's the topic for today? <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to Coffee in a Class. Today, <laughs> after that introduction, uh, our discussion today is on time travel and back to the future, because we watched that recently for my birthday. Which Go time by, travel. By, by recently, I mean... Three months ago, um, Fair enough. you know, recently relative to four months from then. Boobs so, are great, though. Yeah, you can hold them, you can squeeze them. I focus. <laughs> Do I need to get the Minecraft video? I was gonna get it out. I boobies make me focus. Go. No, I keep my hands on them in the winter. No. Yeah. Stop. Right. Hey, we just did a time loop. Crazy. I fucking Damn. hate time loops. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. So our beginning question for today is: 
um, the same one that I asked my Bevel Hall residents this week, uh, which is if you could go back, if you could travel anywhere in time, uh, where and when would you want to go? Um, we can either do this circularly, close this on your phone right now, so we can start with Holland if Holland's ready with something, or we can just kind of go sporadically. I just want to be in a time where I'd be sold to a lord and eat grapes. So feudalism. Mm. You wouldn't be fed grapes if you were a slave. Yeah, I just want right? to sit in a... You do like, realize Holland's so white, right? Ancient Greece. Oh, my God. There would be no men. I don't know what time we're talking <gasps> about, though. Because it's so great. You're still better off as a black man than you are as a woman in certain time periods. In certain time periods, I not the, all I the need, time. I need the Vine audio that's like... Mm. <laughs> okay. How many times have I heard that Callista sentence? If you have the correct answer, you can sponsor my tuition. <laughs> if I had a dollar for every time you said that... Get a there master's were degree. Times I'd get my and PhD. it was. You want to stop that sentence right there. In Greece, this the is color where you want to stop it. In Greece, because they were all the colors. Let me racism was not as big of an issue. Let me put this in perspective for you. You want to know why racism wasn't much of a thing? What do you think they did to those men, Callista? Oh, no, you have two. You have two school. brain cells that rub together. Use them. <laughs> Sent them to war? Nope. No. Raped. Ding 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 ding. If I could go anywhere. Being me, uh, I want to be a pirate. So mm. whenever those are things, because you know, fuck bitches get money. Oh, oh, like like Anne. Yeah. yeah. No, she I had agree. Her tits out all the time. The like no like open out. Coat, amazing. Open blouse. Yes. Beautiful, fantastic. Via thoughts. I want to go back in time to when the whole Jesus thing happened because I really want to know who wrote the damn thing and how they got to and that burn point. It. I want to rewrite it. Burn it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to rewrite the Bible. Rewrite it in my way. I'm a 110% believer that and most of the world's problems could be solved if we just didn't have organized religion. Oh, I absolutely agree. We rewrite the Bible as smut. That would fix half the world's problems. Fix everything. Everything. Oh, that yeah. would fix everything. I'd read yeah. it over and, and o- so Judas and Jesus. Yeah. Can we Suddenly like Holland's a zealot. <laughs> <laughs> Can we replace it with the Kama Sutra? Yes. Yeah. The Bible. I found it. We found the solution <laughs> to the world's problems. We did it. They need right more sex. I replaced the but Catholic Bible with the Kama Sutra from Spencer's. Just like every other like sentence, you put like sense. sentences from the Kama Sutra and don't tell anyone. <laughs> no, like religion was fine when it was used to explain when we didn't know science. But the moment somebody was like, you know, I think your idea is bullshit. Let's kill you all. <laughs> that's when religion became a problem. And that's I really when just, things I really like just sexism and racism and classism and all of the other like bad isms came to be. Surprising no, I the really world, Callista believe. has a good take. Wait, what? remove it from your hoodie. Remove I it from your hoodie. You got three you chances. Just eat my microphone cover. <laughs> I don't know why. It was fully in your mouth. Did you take your medication, Holland? Did you, Holland? <laughs> yes, I, did. I definitely need to clean I these now. Okay, I. Important to note, not religious here. That is important yeah. background information. Is any of us here religious? No. V is religious. I religious. Oh. Catholic, Catholic adjacent. I'm a Protestant. Anyways, oh, so reason I want to go back is to Tell me further prove my thought <laughs> that somebody wrote the Bible, made a cult, and then everybody just agreed to input, like put input on said book. They turned it into quote unquote the Bible. And it was a cult so big that people actually started believing shit because, oh my god, that's how cults work. And now it's and now, laws. And now and it, I'm gonna now we just use it for everything. I really genuinely believe that that is an absolute possibility. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody just invented the Bible. 
Because yeah. there was this dude named Jesus who de- who did all these things. And there then is records of Jesus died. actually existing. Yeah, I don't I don't have. Well, that's why the, the like I do Quran believe that like a dude named Jesus. Jesus was yeah. Well, his like, thing just don't have He was never right. one of the time people. One of the time he was never like the records that they have like like the true like historical documents. He was never a religious leader. He was never a prophet. He was never he never claimed to be the son of God. He never claimed any of the stuff that it says that he claimed in the Bible. He never did any of it. He was a teacher. Why Judas was like, obsessed with Jesus. He didn't yeah. want to be obsessed with Jesus. He wrote the Bible about Jesus. Oh. Boom. Uh, That's why homophobia is wrong. Uh, as long as, 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 as <laughs> Judas, Judas was closeted <laughs> and repressed. Uh, as Judas as was so far well, into the wooden a, closet. In the original version, isn't the outhouse? Peter? The outhouse. <laughs> there the was there like in the true original version. There <laughs> is a version where one of the disciples is gay. Hold on. There was also a prostitute disciple. She was like a whore. Anyway, anyway, (laughs) uh, this is going to come out on this Saturday. So if you're listening to this, happy Easter tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Easter. Wait, no. We really did need to talk about this then. (laughs) Happy resurrection. Happy Passover. Right now he's dead. Tell your sky daddy I say hello and goodbye. What other other holidays are going on right now? Oh, Ramadan. Happy Ramadan. Happy Passover. 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 Happy Easter. Well, I think Ramadan started couple no, like a day. week ago or something yeah but ramadan so. goes like the oh, whole month it goes for the whole month i think no, passover is for like the next uh, three days so i think it's like yeah, today yeah. tomorrow yeah. and yeah. saturday yeah yes yeah, so third by day, the way so i failed lent on the first day actually no i didn't get the ashes so i'm fine um i didn't i didn't get the ashes so i'm no. good but i failed lent miserably i ate a burger <laughs> oh <laughs> is that what you were planning on getting a burger you have meat for lent I, I yeah for well mm. for Lent you're just supposed to give up Some, something something yeah I'm, um, so, I'm usually just it's meat when I grew when I was I growing up celebrated my mom Lent had since I did my confirmation when I was thirteen so for Lent I am giving meat. up <laughs> <laughs> for mom Lent I'm dropping out give up meat other than fish and then on Fridays we could have chicken my grandfather would give up alcohol in Lent yeah and then on that's Saint, usually what it is on uh, St Patrick's Day which usually falls during Lent yeah um he says he is in agreement with God. That he can drink, kudos. Hats off, sir. You do you, man. Hats off. Um, but there's people that are like it's like um, my parents also like. I remember as a kid when I got older and I stayed up because I was being rebellious. Um, my parents are still sexually active. Um, during Lent, <laughs> remember they the filter that sex. Jason mentioned two like two oh, months ago. Oh no! Remember the filter? We've talked about my mom saying how she was gonna fuck my dad on the motorcycle in the first episode of season. And you two. told this, this story nothing. twice already. So where do you want to go, Jason? Yeah. So my I one didn't answer. I know we're skipping you on we're purpose. <laughs> I said during the episode that I want to go back to like the '80s time. Cause Ooh. I like the music. I like Roman Back to the Future. LSD. So cool sex fight. No, not not, <laughs> not, 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 not for. Yeah, but the yeah, music was really no, cool. I enjoyed Back to the Future because that's also half this episode today is about that because you watched my birthday like I mentioned before. Oh my I, god! And then you'll be in both. You times. just want to be Marty McFly. I don't want to get with my Marty mom. McFly. That's all I'm trying to say. My mom is no. not. Can we not that talk about that plot point? Though? Yeah, one, a lot of one minute. Okay. That's okay, the episode. That's okay. the episode. <laughs> but first, Calista, tell us what time period. Calista, Calista, look at me in my eyes. Whatever you're about stick to say, stick to the question. Stick to the question. No sidetracking. No sidetracking. Do not say the first thing that comes into your head. Let Do it marinate. Do not talk about your mom having sex. I don't know. I'm stuck between two. I'm either going to go back to my roots and go back to Ireland before England took it over um, mm. when no one had discovered it and just be a little little druid with my little no- nomadic clan and 
fight for Camelot. Um, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. yeah that'd or, be dope. Or I'd want to be a shield maiden. Those were two very good answers. I'm so proud of you. Do not let her speak again. We're moving swiftly uh, forward. Wait, wait, I want to live sweet. my Vikings dreams. I think you'd be a badass Viking. Yeah. You know, Bro, Outlander. Harold Sigurdsson actually looked like that. familiar. You know, the man in Outlander. My mom is obsessed with that show. And if I could touch a rock in Scotland and get transported into the arms of that man. I don't think I'd ever wear clothes again. No, like, I really want to go back to when Thainas were a thing in Puerto Rico. I want to be a native Puerto Rican. Be my little hammock. In the 18, eat some fish. No, it wasn't. No, in the Li- 1400s. Life was yeah. No, Before the Spaniards came and quote unquote conquered us. Before Christianity you took over the world. Before Christopher Columbus was born. Where do you think yeah. a llama. Where do you like think barter and llama? trade was real. Have you seen how big Puerto Rico is? If I walked from where, like, here to the other end of Southern Tano, Puerto was Rico. Cool. One convo well, and war happened, but it was like. Syphilis cool from llamas. Don't fuck a llama. Hide the women and oh, give them llamas. And now we're taking them back to the future. This should be interesting because there's a lot to discuss. Do we want to start with Marty McFly and his mom? Yeah. I think V had a, a, a thing that I, I paused their segue. So, so listen, not, mm-hmm. to say, not to diss that actress because she is really beautiful. But if we were to analyze this plot point by plot point, Marty's trying Very to get... Very Delaware. Uh, yeah, Marty's Very Sigmund Freud. Marty's trying to get home. Like, that's his goal. He got blasted into the past. He realizes his parents are there and he just wants to get home. Just Instead home. of... T- of being like, hey, chick who I... Well, obviously, he can't be like, hey, mom. He's, He's like, hey. To the beginning. Have you ever, like, heard the song, I'm My Own Grandpa? No. That was almost Marty McFly. At what point does the dream of going home change into, my mom's okay to look at, and then, hmm, I'm taking my mom to the prom. And I know he says, oh, I'm helping my dad, like, win her over, but in order for this plan to work, he has to flirt actively <laughs> with his mother... How and can you do that without puking in your mouth? Yeah. I don't care how hot your mom was back then. She's still <coughs> your mother. She breastfed you. She had to push you out. How did choices were made? Who was the director? Ooh, are you going to say no. like Who was the yeah. director and who was the writer? Because, I mean, like, I know that wasn't the actor's choice. But Mr. Like, yeah. that Steven was Spielberg yeah. was involved in this. Mm. Was he the director or was he the producer? Because I'm going to Google it. I, I should know this. I think it's the writer. Younger helps slightly because you know you didn't know your mom that young you probably just saw pictures and stuff but it's still extremely weird can but i raise still your mother Sigmund yes freud <laughs> i know it is still your mother i'm well aware of that but the fact that it is at a point in time where you weren't born and you didn't know her and you don't remember her like that makes me feel slightly better about the incest it doesn't i saw a family guy episode that decided to <laughs> put marty mcfly in it and it was like he disappeared in the picture and he goes well nothing matters i'm gonna go bang my mom and then he banged him and then he goes into the future he's all inbred and shit so the director is robert zemeckis, zemeckis? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but the first back to the future is the only one where he tries to fuck his mom can i raise a question like to he the doesn't table? try to fuck what his granddaughter or anything or like his oh, great granddaughter does he have a daughter i know he has a son that looks exactly like him i can't remember if he has a daughter though. Yes. so if he has a dot like if he has a daughter then if we're sticking to the plot points he should have tried to fuck his daughter but then that's really incesty and can i raise a question crazy. to the table hmm. suppose you went back in time and you've never seen a picture of your parents at that age and your parent was flirting with you at what point would you like 
want someone to connect those dots for you? Like, would you just rather never know? Immediately. Or would you want someone to look at you dead in the eye and go, that's your mom. Yeah. Or that's your dad. Mm -hmm. Well, my mom, I think I could put two and two together because I'm my mom's carbon copy. Holland? Um, But, like, my dad? No, I look pretty similar to my dad. By that logic, my dad would have been, like, how far back are we going? Well, my parents are a year apart. Uh, Holland's dad is a cradle robber. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, my dad is uh, 62 and my mom is 52. So in my dad's teens, my mom would have been a toddler. My dad was... Like, if my dad was 18, mm. yeah. my mom would be 8. So I would be babysitting my mother and going to prom with my dad then. My parents looked pretty much the same when they were younger. They just yeah. looked... They had the same face, but younger. So like I My dad ask, had hair. If we're going to... When my parents are skinny, adults... That's about it. Then my dad would be, I think they met when my dad was like 28 and my mom was like 19, 18. Fuck, no, that's wrong. Um, They got married when my mom was 29. My dad was 39. My dad was 41 when I was born. My mom was 31 when I was born. Jesus. I know. That's why I thought I was not my dad's kid for a while, because I looked up when sperm counts start to die off, um, which starts at 40. Like, the well integrity of sperm starts to go down by, like... And then he went on to have two more kids. Then he went on to have two more kids. So impressive. Like, hmm. Yeah, Suspicious, that. but impressive. Hey, Mia, what about you? Think well, you, you think you'd realize I, that your, your oh, mom I'd or Because you look like your mom. No, I literally just said that my mom and my dad look the same way they do now, except younger i would they not my dad had a full head of hair i think that was the only difference i look the yeah. same as i did when i was three years old my mom looks the same way she looked when she was 18 and my dad looks the same way he looked when he was 18 they just look younger and my no, my dad i think this is the most stupid. recent picture i can find of my parents on facebook my but dad looks completely my different. junior year so this was four years ago mm. my dad looks completely different like he was born in 1960. Okay. Well, this is good. I'm ready to say my piece. So, so yeah. if I go back to the 80s, he'll be 20. My dad will be... My mom will be 10. I we need the ship sound again here. I'd <laughs> recognize. I'd, I'd know. So, I could technically party with my dad in the 80s, but... Would I'd you want to? babysitting my mom. My mom was a teacher, so at that... Uh, she'd be, oh like, what? No, probably her young 20s. And my, my mom was a stick in the mud, so odds are I'd be like, hey, you want to hang out? She'd be like, I have paperwork to this do. Jason will now attempt to geek out for a minute. Yeah, go on. Tell me I, about the time. I love these features. So I so basically, podcast listeners, as you guys cannot see this, I have asked for a piece of paper, and I have drawn out all the timelines from the three Back to the Future movies. Oh, boy, this is wild. Um, so now I'm going to attempt, by my little logic down here, if you guys can see this, um, to recount this and also figure out how many parallel timelines we're dealing with here. Super fun. So Back to the Future starts. Okay, and, and off topic, but I did. Oh my god! Flashback. Sorry. No, it has to do with time. <laughs> okay, that's it. That's it. That's your one interruption. Wonderful. That you get. Very I cool. I found it. Yeah. Okay, and I will. So now, so I'm. So basically, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna start talking about this. I'm gonna be geeking out in my little zone, in my little element. If you'd like to have a time-based interruption, I respect it. Just as long as we can turn back to this in a decently time-fashioned fan uh, manner. So I'm essentially going to run through the Back to the Future movies right now, and we can discuss our little, our little off points and stuff. This should be fun. Also, I discovered how many versions of 1985 they created in this movie. I've counted three. Sure, sure, sure. So here, here's so here's what we're looking at here. Back to the Future 1 begins. We are in 1985 with Marty and his family. 
Um, they're not like very cool family right here. Um, you know, his dad's a nerd. His mom's like a, you know, she, I think she's drinking at this point. Um, crazy, you know, not good situation. The clock tower wrecked too bad to that clock tower because of lightning strike in 1955. What's going on? He's got to go on his little, uh, camping, camping trip with his girlfriend, Jennifer, but he's got to borrow the family's car. Uh Oh, turns out that Biff Tannen family bully has crashed the car. Cause George McFly has no spine to let him not borrow the car. Um, and so Mario's like, Oh, I thought I was going to, he's like, Oh, George is like, Oh, I'm sorry. I can't stand up to Biff. Hang on. When the movie begins with Marty in the garage, not relevant to the timeline thing, but love, love the scene with Marty and power of love. Wonderful. Um, a lot of scenes are a lot of scenes of the future parts of the movie are, are uh, sp- uh, teased there. Really funny. Now get the time trial apart. So Marty heads down to the twin pines mall to meet Dr. Emmett Brown. Uh, and check out his new car, a DeLorean, which was a famously bad car, which is why he's like, time travel DeLorean, what? Crazy. When the Libyans show up because Doc Brown made them a bad bomb, which did not work, then they try to, they shoot Doc Brown, he is presumed dead, and they chase Marty in the DeLorean. Marty then travels back to 1955. So we have version one of 1985, no time travel has occurred. Then we travel back to version uh, number one of 1955, where no time to how it has occurred. And it remains that way until Marty gets to the diner when he messes up events and is sees his father in that diner. I think it's like the, you know, whatever, the retro cafe. They serve coffee or whatever. So then at this point in time, Marty has split the timeline into an alternate 955 where he exists in that time period. The plot of the movie proceeds. Marty uh, goes to follow his dad because he needs to try to... I don't know, he's, hang- he's trying to follow his dad. And then his dad's up in a tree because he's peeping Tom on Lorraine, McFl- on yeah. Lorraine Bates. Um, yep. And then his dad falls out of the tree. Well, really, this is the point where he really thinks to change up. Dad falls out of the tree. He's about to get hit by Lorraine's father's car so that he comes into their house and Lorraine Florence Nightingale's over him. But Marty pushes his father out of the way, gets hit by the car, and goes into the house instead. And that's how you get the thing where it's like, Clavin Klein's all written over your underwear weird lady uh lorraine bates um so then um you know we go through the plot of the movie from thenceforward in dr emmett brown of the past um to get back to the future by the end of the movie but because of the events of the movie uh we're in an alternate 1955 uh, 1985 um when we get to the future it's a much better situation his father is a published novelist um and they're in a much better spot than he w- than w- when the beginning of time also thing that i love to mention to anyone who will listen is um that when mario goes back in time he knocks over a pine tree and so yes. when he when he returns to 1955 when he returns to 1985 he, he arrives at the lone pines mall not the twin pines mall because he knocked one of the pine trees over in the past fun little detail and set dressing it's, it, this is my nerd passion that's back to the future number one two so we have you know the original timeline and a new skewed off timeline where marty has interfered with 1955 that's the first movie second movie gets kind of crazy. I'm glad everyone is enjoying Dude. this lecture. Because I'm, waiting, everybody I'm waiting for the second I'm, movie because that's okay. my Attention. actual favorite. Alright, um, I'm going off on this. I wish I had, I wish I had a whiteboard. I and think the third one might be my favorite. I like the second one myself, personally. Second well, movie starts in that nine, in that alt, in that, uh, well, I'm going to call 1985-2. So the version where Marty has gone back in time and changed 1955. So 1985, number two. Is this before or after Biff has stolen the... This um, is before. Okay. So, Mar- so the, the movie ends... Marty walks into his garage, finds the guy a new 4x4, new car, 
Super awesome. Jennifer shows up. They're ready to go. They kiss. It's wonderful. Doc Brown pulls up, knocks over their trash can, says, Marty, you gotta go back with me. Back to the future. He's super cool. He's going to this cool thing. And then without even, you know, doing anything, they back out. They take off. Because Doc, okay, actually, I, I didn't mention that before. Doc Brown goes to the future in the first movie. So Doc Brown jumps forward to 2015. Um, future year. So 2015 number. At the end of the first one, Doc Brown jumps forward to the future. Um, goes to the to 20, to 2015 to see what the future is like. That's the end of the first movie. Second movie, Doc Brown comes back from that future. End of that when so Doc Brown comes back. Says we gotta go back. They take off. They go to 2015. End of the movie. Second movie, they record those last few scenes with a different actress because the lady who played Jennifer was not available. But she looks a lot like Jennifer because they recorded all those scenes again. I didn't know that. They did. They changed actresses and they recorded all those scenes again. Just just the end part. Yeah. Just the end part. So then they go forward to 2015. Um, all right, here, now, this is monkey. So, Doc, so, I'm doing this off note, I'm not sure about this. At, so, 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 Doc Brown goes to 2015 in the first movie. Off, this is off, off camera. Um, discovers that there's an issue, uh, with Marty's family that causes him to go off on this bad tangent, um, which is not good. Then he kind of hops around in the 2015 area to find the right date of when the, when this, this part, when this bad thing skews off from. That's the bank thing, right? Where, where yes. Uh, his kid, so, like, he locks on to October 15th, 2015. I only know that because they acknowledged it in 2015 on the day that it actually happened at my school in middle school. Anyway, um, next time to October 15th, 2015. So that's the date. So when he goes back to the past to pick up Marty and Jennifer, that's the day he came from. That's the day they return to. Um, they knock out Jennifer. They leave her in the alley. And then Doc Brown's like, listen, today your son, Marty Jr., is going to say yes to a bank robbery with Biff's son. Tell him no. Not happening. Um, and so Marty goes over, he impersonates his son in the cafe 80s and tells uh, the, you know, the Biff yeah. of this time period, not doing it. Old Biff pulls up, the original Biff, and is like, what's up with these guys? My son's whack. There's a cool hoverboard chase. There's always a skateboard thing in every single movie. Um, he's got a hoverboard, goes over the water, can't do it. That's uh, a pretty cool movie. Left Jennifer in the alley. When they finish with her, they fix the timeline. They fix the thing. Now... The future is set right. They have a newspaper, which changes in their hand, so it makes sure they fix the issue. They go back, take her back over to to go pick up Jennifer from the alley, but the police have found her, and they take her back to her house because they know who she is because they scanned her. So they take her back to her future 2015 home. They get there, leave Jennifer there. Jennifer wakes up, starts walking around, getting all confused. Jennifer's thinking she's hiding around. They meet uh, Marty's daughter, comes in in this scene. Uh, Lorraine and George Fly pull up at this point um, for dinner. They had that cool thing where it's like the uh, the water they make the pizza big super cool anyway marty pulls up he's got two ties on it's super fun so it's the you know the this is when he gets fired though right That's yes it is so jennifer's yeah, hiding Jen jennifer is hiding in the closet marty of the 2015 pulls up talks to this guy on his thing guy's name is needles he's like you guys you guys should do this deal my side note for myself how do i remember this absolutely no idea hyper honestly watch yes. the movie yeah times. no i i yeah i watched it more than i watched this movie a lot i own the trilogy on dvd editor jason says you need a girlfriend um, guy named Needles, he's on the screen, he says, you guys, you really should do this deal. Mario swipes his, swipes his credit card in the briefcase, then Mario's boss pulls up on the screen. Um, basically it's a Zoom meeting, which is kind of cool, especially if you did nail a few things. Um, he's like, I, saw, I, you know, I saw that transaction, you're fired. It gets printed out of this printer, which is sponsored by AT&T. Um, and so Jennifer now has it, says, you're fired on it. Um, and so that happens. So then, uh, Doc Brown pulls up to the window, knocks on it, says, Jennifer, get out of there. And she goes out and she puts her thumb on the pad because it's got thumb singers. And then, um, but she runs into her future self there and they're both faint. Marty and Doc follow the police car that brings Jennifer to her future home. It's because while they're still in hit the, hit the center of Hill Valley, Marty goes over to a store 
and buys a sports almanac of the the records from sports events from 1955 up until 2015. I think it's 1950 20. It's a hundred years of, of sports history. D- Marty buys this thing, um, and then he's talking to Doc about it. And then Doc's like, "You can't have this. I I, I created time travel purely for scientific reasons, and you should be using it for profit." Um, so then he throws it in the trash can. They hop in the car to go chase down Jennifer. Biff, who's hiding in a side room, hears it says, oh, Doc Brown invented the time machine. And he gets his hands on the sports almanac. Biff then follows Doc and Marty in the DeLorean with a taxi, gets the same spot. So then Doc runs off with Einstein, who was in some suspended animation since the last movie, when Doc dropped him off in 2015. Um, and they go off to go get Jennifer. Marty stupidly leaves the car. Yeah. Unguarded. So unguarded. That's when unguarded. And the door is open. Biff hops in the car, and now time travel begins again. Can I interrupt? Yes. The fact that Bill, like, I know it's not, Biff. like, Biff. Isn't yeah. The time travel thing isn't that complicated in the car, but he's still, like, what, in his, like, 90s with this, and he's just, like, mm-hmm. I've met, f- like, 50-year-old people who can't even figure out their smartphone, and this dude saw a bunch of technological keypads and went, I know exactly hmm. what I need it's to do. It's this one. <laughs> it is this one. He could have sent himself to the Dark Ages. <laughs> no, because, like, the, cause also, the other thing, too, is whenever they travel, 90, whenever they travel in 955, it's always the same day. Even Doc Brown's like, "What's the particular? Because there's a there's a cosmic significance of the day of the lightning strike, because that's where Biff goes to too, pretty much. Almost the day, almost the day of the lightning strike. Is, I thought he goes back to where Marty's from. I thought he gives it to his like. Biff hops back to 1955. So 955, the third version technically, because now Marty's there from the first movie, and Biff, old Biff, is there as well. Biff hops back there. Gives himself the sports almanac in 1955 and goes back to 2015. This is a point of contention. How did Biff get back to 2015 in the timeline where he had not given himself the sports almanac? My rationalization personally is if you think about time like a wave. He went back, he changed something, it started to affect the timeline going forward. He just kind of passed that time shift in the DeLorean and got to that future from before. Because then, I'm not sure if it's in the movie, it's definitely in a deleted scene. He literally fades from existence. Like it, he opacity down. Oh, he yeah, faced yeah, yeah, existence. That's, that's a deleted. Scene. Yeah, it's a deleted scene. So he, so that's that's the time wave reaching up with him. So he can get, so he can so get to twenty fifteen in the DeLorean if I had anything had changed to get back to Marty and Doc. They get there. Marty and Doc then go. All right, cool. Mission accomplished. And they hop back nineteen fifty five, nineteen eighty five. Goodness sakes, everything has a five in it. But this is a third version of nineteen eighty five where Biff has become a millionaire and has turned the clock tower into a hotel. And, and then he, ki- he yes, had and he has he killed George McFly. Yeah. Yes. Um, and he has taken Lorraine as his wife. Is as his first wife or his, her fake or his mm-hmm. second wife? Because I couldn't remember if. Um, um, it's her second marriage. His first. Got yeah. It. yeah. Because she was because she was still married to George McFly. The timeline still happened there, but then he took he killed George later, paid off the police, and now she's with his wife, Black Veil style. And then that's when he also has. Um, Doc disgraced as like this crazy person. Yes, yeah. yeah. Doc Brown's disgraced as a as a mad scientist, crazy person. Yes. So then Marty gets there. He pulls up. He's like, "What's going on?" Um, and then he, so he asks Biff about the sports almanac. And the funniest thing is that like, he's like, "I was told by this guy. He, you know, he he gave me this book. He says he says my relative. I don't remember the resemblance." And he's like, well, he said that if an old guy or some kid ever came asking about that book, and then he points a gun at Marty, and he's like, "Oh, I've gone too to far. To kill him. To kill him." Marty then uh, Marty well Biff's back is turned. Marty takes one of his matchboxes, and so um so then he's like as a book, and then Marty hits him with that quick look over there. Biff turns around, he runs. Oh no, he throws the at, he throws the tray at him or whatever, and it was really funny. So then they do this big chase thing. Marty they get up on the roof. Biff points a gun at him, and he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna shoot you with the same gun that killed your old man." 
and everyone's like, whoa. Yeah. And then Marty jumps off the roof, and everyone's like, oh, no, Marty. I love this scene. Marty then rises back up from over the edge because he landed on top of the DeLorean, which was flying, and then Doc decks him with the driver's side door. <laughs> he opens up, and he smacks Biff in the face, and it's hilarious. Um, it's hilarious. <laughs> that needs to come up as, like, the, like, the opening for the I love Jason. Uh, it's hilarious. It's so funny. Um, what up, guys? It's store. Jackson Rouge. So they hop back from 1985, oh. the third version, to 1985, uh, basically making a fourth version where they are also there in 1955, um, and create the fourth version there. They have this whole fiasco where it's, because um, old Biff went back, gave himself the almanac, that was it. He went back to the future. So it's funny hiding Sue when it's two Martys and then... When it's Marty who tried back to the future, for Marty from movie one, yeah, and then Marty from movie two, Doc Brown from ni- 1955. Oh, they're trying to avoid each other. In yeah. This yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and they run around doing that thing. So it's like, so funny. And it's, it's so it's so cool. They, and then they, they all run into a, to each other eventually, don't they? Yeah. So then, so then everything's going well. Uh, Marty's been trailing. Marty's been trailing Biff, trying to get the almanac. You see some cool scenes from the previous movie from a different perspective. It's kind of cool. Especially um, the, like what the, the my punch. favorite is yeah. uh, when we re-see the. The, what's the name of that song? What, the song that, that Mark Johnny B. Good was yeah, the yeah. He's he played doing Johnny B. Good. When he stole Chuck Berry's song, and he's um, standing on top of the like the lights, and you can just see himself like on the stage. Like I just I think it was really really like cool how they were able to just have him both on stage and on top, like because he had to fight Biff's goons because they were trying to like, get him yeah. for the manure yeah. thing earlier. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, and, and in every in every movie, there's also a, a manure incident. Sometimes more than once. Yeah, sometimes more than once. All right, so yeah, so, so yeah, so then, so, they, so, they, so they're back jokes. here, NA55. Um, hi, hijinks ensue, um, and they eventually. So then, then you think it's all gonna work out because he gets the book back from Biff. Um, well, he, okay, so he, you know, so he gets, he gets the book from Biff. You think it's all good to go, ladies and gentlemen. Soleil has arrived from their work. What's up, bitches, bros, and hoes, and everything in between? It is I. Where's okay. the representation? Slay has arrived. Hose. We got two of them in the room right now. Lazy writing. Lazy writing. Okay. Getting back into it. Yeah. So Get then, yeah. so they're back in 1955 doing their 955 thing. My pen go. I was using it to point to things. All right. They get the almanac from Biff. You think everything's going to turn out great. And then Marty from the first movie hits Marty from the second movie in the face of a door. And it's kind of funny. And then Biff gets the almanac back because there's that funny scene where Marty's in um, the Strickland's office and he gets his hand yeah. crushed at the chair. Uh, but it turns out it's actually Biff's uh, book on how to make how to um, spike punch. Uh, anyway, so then get the book back from Biff. Marty two, Marty two has it, and then Marty one hits Marty two with a door by accident, and then he heads out of there. And then Biff gets the almanac back, and then Marty goes up onto the roof of the, the the school where Doc was coming to meet him, and then he's like, he got the almanac, and Mar- and Doc's like, oh no! So they're chasing Biff's car with the DeLorean in the sky, and then Marty does this cool thing with the hoverboard and the tunnel. Um, they get the almanac back from Biff, and they head to um, the Lion Estates uh, area. And then Biff gets deck of manure in that one too. Yes. So now they're out by the, yes, they're out by the Lion Estates where Marty came originally uh, in the first movie. And then Doc's like, "Burn it!" And so then Marty burns it with a matchbook from from 1985-3. When he does that, the matchbook changes from saying uh, "Biff, big millionaire dude" to "Biff's auto cleaning," which is what happened. Which, w- which was what Biff was in 1985 too. So I'm. This is an interesting spot for me because we, we never go back and see 1985 too. Back to the future. In this in this case. So here I want to add a little editor Jason note. 
for editing this episode and reflecting back on what I was talking about, I discovered that there's really another 1985 and another 1955 based on what Doc and Marty do when they go to the Wild West in the third movie. The action of having Doc's tombstone in 1955 from Marty and 55 Doc to see um, means that it's a new version of 1955 that has changed around them. And then when Marty comes back to the future, um, at the end of the third movie, it's now Eastwood Ravine, not Clayton Ravine. So technically, it's also a new version of 1985. This is the first time in the episode where a connection to this revelation has come up. I'll add a few more voiceovers to some of the other spots where they come up, if relevant, but this is your big information thing now that I discovered after the fact. The result of 1955-4 becomes 1985-2. So that's what I'm saying. Um, it was really funny in this movie um, because um, at the end of this movie, so then, and so then, you know, so then Mario's like, I did it, Doc. And Doc's like, that's super cool. Let me just land real quick. And the DeLorean gets struck, the DeLorean gets struck by lightning and zaps back to, 19, uh, to 1885. This is a really funny scene because I was watching these movies, obviously, for m- multiple time. <laughs> Uh, for my birthday, but I think it was Holland and Soleil's first time seeing these movies, and it was really, too. yeah, and Christmas as well. Um, they I were remember. a lot more interesting than I was expecting them to be, and we all got very hooked. So then, right after that, you know, don't get by lightning. Marty's like, "Oh no, Doc's gone!" And then this is where I was like, "Everyone's like, no, what's going on?" I'm like, "Guys, hang on, wait, 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 wait." And they do that pan around shot where you see the car approaching as it, as it starts to rain, um, and then the guy pulls up and he's like, "You Marty McFly, I have a letter for you from Western Union." And then it was the funniest thing when I'm like over here going like this to like Soleil and Holland. And then they start reading. He's like, uh, hi, it's me, Doc Brown. I'm safe and alive in 19, in, in 1885. 1885? The Doc's alive. He's in the Wild West, but he's alive. And Soleil goes, what? Like every time I got confused over the storyline, I had like a short circuit moment. And yeah. it was extremely funny. Everyone laughed every time they saw it. Because um, I was just trying to wrap my head around the time loop. But... Going back to what Callie said, I didn't really see the movies, like, back home. I think my dad knows what the movies yeah. are. But every time, like, that they would play on the TV for some reason, they'd get changed. Or, like, I wouldn't see the entire thing. So I just know the car. I knew that the car had some yeah, sort of I knew the car significance. Was cool yeah, I knew the car was But when I actually, like, sat down and paid enough attention to watch the all movies together yeah. you mm-hmm. start to understand why it's a classic <laughs> it's yes. like, yeah, yeah this makes oh. sense i feel like back those back to the f- like these movies are the type of movies that every time you watch them you find something new oh 100 percent. i mean that's oh what happens God. with time travel movies oh, because there's little things that come in and out of it especially with the the first one not so much because i guess like yeah. Since it's establishing so much things at no, once, but the second and third one are exactly. chock full of just different and, things. And once I finish the timeline thing, I have another. I have another fruit pot for the movies I want to mention too, which I also love talking about. So, um, but first, Sully, do you have any um, uh, memorable tidbits from the first movie? Um, we've already talked about how Marty and love of his mom is a whack thing, but do you have any memorable tidbits you want to mention quickly before we move on to the third movie? Uh, so from the first one, uh, yeah. when he travels back to high school. Yeah, to yeah, he's with his mom and his dad. Yes. And, yeah. I like. Um, That's fine. So I'm a music person. I really like music. And mm-hmm. I was really impressed by how they managed to loop in, like, the music writing essence on it. Like, how he was the one that sang oh, yeah, the song. That yeah, they're going to be good. But, like, 20 years later, it's other people that became popular because they got the inspiration from the guy that went back into the past yeah. to, yeah. like, write it. Because, in essence, in the present, he they wrote it already. Yeah, sure. 
Yeah, and, 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 and I, was, I, 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 did, I did mention that bootstrap paradox when we were um, watching it. But also I learned like, things where it's like Chuck Berry heard like a small segment of it over the phone. So like he would have gotten like, oh, that's a really cool inspiration thing. But then like we sort of had to figure out how to write the rest of it after his little piece from the phone before Marty finished. Like, so it, it, he still, Chuck Berry still wrote a lot of the song even in that timeline. But, but like, you know, the initial inspiration, where did that come from? Because Marty got it from him, he got it from Marty, and Marty got it from him, and he got it from Marty. Bootstrap Paradox. So now, so then we go on, then we go on to the third movie. And according to my, according to my notes here, there's not much time <laughs> travel in the third movie. Actually, there is a little bit. I missed one. So now, so now, Marty. And, and, oh, that was the other funny. I just like the Cowboys. I like the time yeah. they go back to. That's why the yes. third one's mm. my favorite. The other funny thing about the second movie was you when... At, 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 no, one second, Calista. At the end of the first movie, Doc Brown runs down the fire trails as Marty has gone back to the future, and he is so happy. And I said, hey, guys, remember how happy Doc is right now? And they said, why? I said, you'll find out. The end of the second movie, when Mar- when it cut back to that same scene from the first movie, as Doc runs down the fire trails, so happy, and then Marty darts out from between the cars... And so they went, no! And then Marty's like, I'm back from the future. And he just goes and faints completely. And it was hilarious because they was what? I'm like, to be continued. And they showed the thing for the third movie because they made the first movie, not intending to make the second two. But in the second one, they were intending to make the third. Now we've gone to the third movie. So right now we have Marty in 1955, number four. But really number five. Our doc that we're following is now in 1885. So we start... And Marty, so the thing is, too, in Doc's letter he sent to Marty, he tells him the DeLorean is buried in a mine. Go find it. Go dig it up. Me from, me, me from 1985 can fix it. So they go and get the DeLorean. They mine it out of the mine. They bring it to the the um, Doc's house. They put they put the parts on it. They fix it. They go to the movie feeder. Marty goes back in time. So I missed that one in my little notes here. So 1955, 4, 5, back to... 1855. Is this when they used the train to do it, or is this... This, uh, this is the movie. Yeah. Okay. But really, this is 1855-2, because Doc and Marty are there this time. Dorian is two parts in all the movies. It's a time, it's a time machine that has a lot of flaws. That's what makes it really cool. It needs plutonium in the first movie to do the time travel part, the time yes. travel piece of it. Because DeLorean is a time machine... And then it and needs, it needs and trash. It, yes. The time machine is a, it's a car, and it's a time machine. Time machine part in the first movie is powered by plutonium, which Doc stole from a nuclear power plant. And the car part is powered by gas. In the second movie, the car is still powered by gas, even in 2015, but now has the Mr. Fusion reactor for the time travel part of it. The DeLorean must, be, the DeLorean must get to 88 miles per hour. Yeah, because it, doesn't, it doesn't need to do it on... The like, DeLorean we don't must be those. traveling at 88 miles yeah. per hour on the ground or in the air okay, to go to the time travel part. That's First why movie, they do the train? Yes, yeah. because in, to, in, in those times, the only way to get the DeLorean at 88 miles per hour is by like pushing it for a train. The time travel part still works. Mr. Fusion, which is the, nu- the reactor from the trash thing, works. Because in the second movie, it's gas-powered, even though it flies, whatever. Um, and Mr. Fusion powers the time travel part. In the third movie, Mr. Fusion still works to power the time travel part. But when Mario, when Mario jumps back to ni- 1985, he cuts the gas line. And so the ti- so now the car part doesn't work. The car part needs to work when he gets to 88 miles per hour. Because he cuts it, and he's back into that cave with the bear. Mario then meets his family. In 1885, the Doc Brown part of this, they haven't moved here yet. They were the Von Browns, the children. McFly's are here in Hill Valley. Meets them. Scotland. Where was oh, I heard that. That was an interesting sensation. <laughs> um, cool. All right, so then, so yes. So then Doc goes to the town. He gets 
you know, in a nice little conversation with the Bill Tannen of this area, Buford Mad Dog Tannen and his little gang, almost gets hung. Doc Brown shoots the rope off Marty's head, which is kind of cool. Um, and then they're together, and then um, Doc's like, all right, cool. Thank you for coming to get me, even though I told you I'm allowed not to do... It's like, I told you not to come and get me, but thank you for coming. Where's the car? Yes, Calista? Um, It's not hung, it's hanged. I'm sorry. Marty was uh, being hanged. When it's about people, it's hanged. Anything else, it's hung. Okay, thank you, Calista. This is new information Fun for fact, me. I thank learned you. it in English class because I got yelled at about it. So Doc's like, where's the car? And Marty's like, oh, it's... uh." Oh, it's it's over in the cave. We just need to go get some gas. And Doc's like, that can't happen in this time period. There's not going to be a gas station around here for a long time. So Doc and Marty try out okay, different things in order to get the DeLorean to then get to 88 miles per hour again, including uh, pulling it with horses. They think about pushing it down a hill, um, but then they're like, oh, there'll be water there, so we have to wait for that to freeze over. But we don't have time to freeze over because Doc Brown will be killed um, in a few days because they found his tombstone in, 19, uh, in, eight, in, in, in 1955. Was it his tombstone, or was I thought it was Marty's? It is Doc's tombstone. Yeah. In, in, in the, before it, Marty, before Marty goes back in time, it is Doc's tombstone. Uh, um, but then over the t- course Marty. of being in the past, it changes over to, to Marty's one, or rather Clint Eastwood as the as, as the alias. Oh, he's is using. it because he? Um, is it? It's because because he like pisses off the mad yes, dog, yes. and that's when he wears mm-hmm. the. Um, yes, he now he now wears his cool cowboy costume, which he got from well, the one he shows up with, he got from a uh, nineteen fifty five Doc and Doc Doc of the, the Doc of our current Doc's like who dressed you in that, and you're like. You did, dude. And then Marty gets some actual 19, uh, 1885 yeah. clothes from Doc of the Wild West. Uh, but then he has those West West of the movie. But Doc doesn't end up going with Marty anyways when, he, when they manage to get the train that yes. works because we'll they're that. saving that chick. Yes. And here we go. Because Mar- so um, on, on Doc's tombstone in what is the future in relation to, in relation to 1885, it says that, uh, it, you know, survived by his, beloving, his beloved Clara. And Doc's like, who is Clara? I have no idea who that is. I don't fall in love. I am a mad scientist yeah. man. Yeah. Then immediately, the mayor shows up and says, hey, Doc, you said you would want to escort the, the teacher who's coming to our town. And Doc says, yes, I would. That would be great. Awesome. Thank you very much. And, and then so then, her. Yes. And so then Doc and Marty go out for a little. So yeah. So after they after Doc and Marty learn about the train, like, oh, we could push it with a train. Um, and so they think, okay, the next train's coming on Monday. So we're going to get ready for that. Um, so they go off to go scout out where the tracks end, which is this ravine called Clayton Ravine, um, as it is at that point. And so they're like, okay, cool. This is where the bridge is going to be. So as long as we get to 88 miles per hour before we get to this non-existent bridge, we are fine. You're going to disappear from right here. You will appear on 1985 train tracks, and you'll be fine and go across the beautifully built bridge. A screaming lady goes by over two horses, which we learn is Clara Clayton, who was meant to die and fall into that ravine. Yeah, which so is why it was called. Yes, which is why it was called Clayton Ravine. And so oh, it was called Shonash Ravine. Then it was called Clayton Ravine once Clayton fell in there. Um, and then... Um, but then Doc runs over. He saves her. She's like, oh, my gosh, thank you very much. They fall in love. Doc's like, that was whack. Um, they go back. They figure it out. Doc fixes the telescope. This is all in the span of, like, two days, too. Yes. Um, Doc falls in love with this lady. They you know, they, they bond over Jules Verne, uh, which Doc's like, oh, that is a youth. And she's like, that just came out, like, uh, not too long ago. How did you read that when you were a kid? Um, they fall in love. They go to that cool festival. Marty inadvertently events the Frisbee. He shows how he can uh, shoot guns pretty well because he landed it at 7-Eleven. And then um, Doc challenges Buford Madotan to a fight, um, and so they give him a gun. And he's like, "Oh, we're gonna do it on we're gonna do it on Monday because his goons like look, gotta schedule us out." Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, you're free Monday. You're free Monday at eight o'clock. Yeah, yeah, we can, yeah, we, know, actually, we can do. I did my kill before breakfast, eight a.m. And I was like, I did my kill after breakfast, later than that, <laughs> ideally after the train has left. So that's yeah. was Marty's plan. Um, and then so then the time of the day. Uh, then Doc has said, has to go tell Claire that 
he's leaving, you know, the heartbreaking things. Duck goes to the saloon and orders uh, whiskey. Uh, and so then <laughs> Marty arrives after discovering that Doc had left, their, left his sleeping bag, so he was gone. Pulls up to the, to the thing, and he's like, oh, my gosh, he's catatonic. Hey, bartender man, how much has he drank? And he's like, he hasn't drank anything. He's just been holding that pint of whiskey all night long. And Marty's like, that's crazy. And so Marty's like, hey, it's me. The train's here. We gotta go. And Doc's like, you right. And he throws back the whiskey and dies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not really. He passes out because Doc has a That's zero alcohol tolerance. So now, oh, great. Now we're stuck here. And Buford and his gang pull up. Marty sneaks out the back. He finds that stove door, touches it to himself. Um, and then they go there to face him. Now, Marty learned this would work because there was a Clint Eastwood movie playing in Biff's casino in the previous movie in 1985 3. Um, it kind of talked about Mad Dog Tannen, and then is a Clint Eastwood thing in there as well um, about that. So he learned, oh, this this would be great. This will work. Um, and so then he did that. Buford shot him. It bounced off the thing because it's made of cast iron. And then so, uh, you know, he, and then he falls in uh, manure. Um, classic Tannen move. Marty and Doc are off and running. They, the train has left. They missed the train in the station. So they go off. Uh, they go off. They go after it on horses. Super cool. They hop on the back of the train like in Toy Story three, um, and they go across the train. They get up to the front. It the first scene in Toy Story three is a train thing. Like no, that. no. I was okay. just gonna ask where, because um, I know that she shows up be- because Doc yes. has to save her. Is yes. she on the train? So Clara gets on this yeah. train to head back to wherever she was from, because um, she's like, okay, I'm done with okay, the, I'm done, I'm done with the area. I'm out of here. Then on the train, they're like, there was a scientist man, and his heart was broken because some lady didn't clear up the cover from him. And she's like, did he have wispy white hair and, and puppy dog eyes? They're like, yes. And then so she gets off the train. Um, I'm pretty close to the station, honestly. Um, and gets off the train and heads back over there. But now Doc and Marty are on horses, and they get on the train. Um, so they run across the top of it. They get to the front, and they're like, is this a holdup? And they're like, no, it's a science experiment. And then they stop the train at the switch by the mine. They uncouple the locomotive. They ditch the conductor and uh, the engineer and fireman. And they go off down the side track. So they go to where they part the DeLorean on the tracks by the mine. Doc Brown takes out his presto logs that he invented, which make the fire burn hotter. And it's pretty cool. And it increases the boiler pressure to make the train go, to make the train go faster. Because the train can go 88 miles per hour, it but isn't built to go 88 miles yeah. per yeah. hour. It's a steam engine. Anyway. Um, so, steam engine. So, he, so, so now they're pushing this thing. And then Marty's over in the DeLorean. Got the pressure gauge out there. Doc's in the... Uh, the engine, speak, you know, really, truly, truly living out his model railroading dreams because he's been he's been building models since the first movie. Uh, you know, not to scale though. Sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, building models since the first movie, so he, he's living out his railroading dream. He's like, okay, cool. I'm heading over. So then Doc hops out of the engine and uh, he's moving along uh, the thing. And then so Claire like hopped on a horse when she realized that Emmett and uh, Marty had left town. Doc and Emmett had left town. And then so she goes after him. I'm trying to remember at what point she hops on the train because she definitely wasn't there. When they got on the, when they up a couple of the coaches. Yeah. No, because no, yeah. no, no, there's, there's a shot where she sees the coaches have been ditched. So she was after, because Doc's blowing the whistle like an 80, like, like he, like, like a, like a train boy. Um, and so she goes after the whistle for the train. She goes after it. She hops in the train, um, ditches her horse. So she's in the train. Doc's like halfway to the DeLorean. She blows the whistle on the locomotive. And he's like, what's going on? And it's like, oh, it's the love of my life. And she's like, I believe you're from the future. And he's like, that's awesome. And Marty's like, look out for the log. And then the thing explodes. Uh, the engine explodes. So then he's like, oh, come on. So she hops around. She's on the she's on the, the running plate. Um, and they're working her way over. And the log explodes. And she almost falls off the train. So Doc catches her. But then he's in a compromised position. So Marty sends back to the hoverboard. Um, and he has on the hoverboard. And then so then, so then 
Doc and Claire right off on hardboard to safety. Um, and we're two. There's two. Not enough time for uh, Doc to get Doc for her and Doc to get back in the DeLorean. Marty closes it. The train hits 88 miles per hour. It pushes the DeLorean. He goes over the bridge. The train plunges into the ravine in a beautiful model shot. A fun fact here is because now that everyone in 1885 believes that Clint Eastwood died at the ravine, the, East, the ravine is now named Eastwood Ravine. So when we cut to the 1985 shot, which is still 1985, the fourth one, or really the fifth one, it's the Eastwood Ravine because they believe that Clint Eastwood died in the ravine. Uh, Marty and the DeLorean roll up. The DeLorean doesn't have any power, so it just rolls to a stop. Marty's like, that was crazy. He hops out after saying there's a train approaching, and the DeLorean gets crushed by a freight train. Yeah. Um, he's like, oh my gosh, the DeLorean. So he goes back to find Jennifer because they left Jennifer on her porch and the time period changed around her um, from the 1985, the third one, to 1985, the fourth one. She's okay. He's like, hey, this is pretty cool. Because um, this is when he picks her up with the car. And yes. And they got a little bit. And then some dude challenges him yes. to a speed race. Yes. And the, uh, so, and the reason that so, – so in the future, in, in, in 2015, Marty is a businessman because his dreams of being a rock star were crushed when he got into a car accident in 1985 and yep. broke his hands. The guy who is driving the other car is Needles from the future. He challenges Marty to the same car ride. Marty says, huh, interesting idea. Needles shoots off. Marty throws it in reverse. He does not hit the Rolls Royce that would have broken his hands and ruined his drumming, ruined, ruined his career. He f- says throws it in reverse, makes a better decision. Jennifer is sitting with him, pulls out her paper that said that you're fired. It disappears. The writing on the thing. Because now, Marty did not, did not actually took his set. So then that creates an alternate version of 2015. Where Marty did not break his hand, not mess up his hands in this particular thing, and is now a rock star in the future. So that's a new version of 2015 that is better off. So my question is, does this erase the whole Biff um, Almanac thing then? Mm, no, it does not. Marty and Jennifer return to the scene of the destroyed DeLorean. They say, "Oh, it's really sad. Doc's not going to come back." Suddenly, Doc appears in basically he built a new time machine out of, train. Out, out of a train. Just a flex capacitor as a headlight. He's like, hey, check it out. This is my wife. We and got my married. Two kids. My two kids, Jules and Vern. Uh, we're traveling to the future. We're, we're traveling time and space together. It's super fun. And then Doc's like, where are you going next? The future? And he's like, nah, we already been there. And then we discover the train can fly. So basically, Doc broke his whole don't do time travel thing and said, hey, how about I do time travel with my family? Um, so then now... The uh, Emmett Brown family are off on Adventures Through Time, and Marty and Jennifer are back in 1985 with the better Marty family and the good future for them going forward in 2015. And that is the end of the stuff. And that's Back to the Future. Um, I love these movies so much. I enjoy them. Jason, I have a hypothetical for you. Okay. If you were allowed to Mm -hmm. throw a concept for a fourth Back to the Future, would you choose... I'm giving you three options. Would you choose to do a prequel of Doc Brown, would you choose to do a movie following Marty getting his good 2015, or would you choose to do a movie following Doc Brown and his family? Interesting thought. I think the Doc Brown family thing could be interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm more saying like something. I mean, something once again, off the off the top of my head, like they go back to 2015, um, or something around the time, and like Marty Jr. like hops in and is like, "Whoa, what a crazy thing!" And then they're hopping around time. You know, Mar- someone who like you know doesn't know what's going on. You know, or like. You know, a movie that could like, I mean, I, I feel like you could do a thing about how, um, like Marty and Doc's relationship before Back to the Future, but that was kind of explored in the comics, which apparently exist. Um, well, if I were if I were not to choose it, I'd mm-hmm. want to do one where it's 
um, like exploring Doc's family, but I kind of want to do, like you said, where it comes back to the Marty McFly's. I kind of want to see one where it's Doc's kids, mm. and instead of Marty being the one who accidentally screws up Ooh. the timeline, it's Doc's kids. It's who, Doc's who, kids, but it's and like... And then Marty has, Marty's kids ha- are the ones who have to try to bail the kids out. My thought, other thought too, is Doc's kids, like, they, like, they get older after Back to Future 3 and are like, hey, we think this time train is cool. We're going to go take it somewhere. And so then, or maybe like Doc makes like a, you know, just for the sake of the plot, the Doc makes like a more pocket-sized version because the train was getting a little dated, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so more like a vortex manipulator kind of style thing, or like a little wrist-mounted thing. So then they go around, they mess, they, they break time by accident. Doc Brown's, Doc's kids mess with time by accident. And because they don't want to tell their father that they stole his time travel device, they instead enlist the help of Marty who is like an older Marty. But they can't find Marty so they find his kids or you want to go straight oh, to Marty? I, I, I'm not thinking to go back to Marty again. So it's like, oh, again, <laughs> it's his kids. I think it would be even funnier because then it's like we don't even have the benefit of having Doc's brain to be like, okay, so we need this, this, and this to be able to yeah. get the... So it would be like Marty's like, well, I think you said that we need like 88 miles for this, but... Do, do you guys carry plutonium mm-hmm. on you by any It's like, what are he, it's like, okay, well, I mean, Marty be like, well, the car needs to go 88 miles per hour with plutonium. I don't know how you're supposed to go 88 miles per hour with this wristwatch thing going. Like, he'd be really confused. One has the, is, runs on wood. What? Doesn't it? What? The train what? runs on wood. I mean, trains run steam on steam engine. Steam engine, I mean, if, if, if it follows the same logic as the DeLorean, the steam engine, steam engine oh. power-wise would run whatever it runs to, whether that's, I mean, assuming it's a, it's a, I mean, it's been to the future, so it has a hover converter. So assume yeah. it has some sort of that. It still has a flux capacitor, so it still has that aspect to it. So I assume it would still be two-parted as well. But it's better 2015, so maybe they kind of bridge that. Once again, steam. That's what I'm saying. Like steam engine could become a little dated, and so maybe he went to like more of a wrist-mounted thing. Yeah. There's a time they don't get busted by their dad. They go to Marty instead. Um. Or maybe. Or, or I mean. Pa- I mean. I, I. I think it'd be kind of cool. But like Marty's like, oh, again, this time it wasn't even my fault. You know, in, in working with with them. Um. And I guess the plot of that movie would depend on what they messed up. Do you want Biff to come back in some capacity? Man. Because we don't have, we do have a sort of Biff esque character in every movie. Exactly. But since we're kind of like switching it up a little bit for each, uh, for the sake of the fourth one, I want it to be something where it's like, There's, for I the sake of like switching it up, because we, we already have the thing of like, oh, it's, um, it's the like kids who are screwing it up and they yeah. go to Marty instead of Doc. So it's like, oh, can we do something with like Biff other than like having him just be like insert bully here? Um, development. My other thought would be like, I mean, yeah, we can talk character development wise. Like, because my thought would be like, I feel like, but I feel like you only make one like wrist mounted time machine thing. My thought is like, like more like a time like, ooh, um, not to good, not to use the time travel cliche, um, but like, okay, I got it. I think. The boys have messed with time. Got it. Um, or they like went somewhere. The boys. Okay. So either two thoughts. The boys have either messed with time or they went somewhere and they ran out of juice. Like they t- they broke the time travel device. Try to you know because oh, there's two of them. So they were fighting over the one time travel device. They traveled. They broke it because they're like oh um, let me talk. Oh let me do it. And, and, then, and, and they then broke they both it. Got stuck. So they hop over to unintentionally a time with older Marty. He's like we I need help to fix this. Um. I need to get something like I, I, I'm trying to do, I'm trying to build I'm trying to build through a time heist right now. They need to go yeah. get something, like whether they need to like go back. Okay, we need okay. I mean, it runs off plutonium, but it's more like a plutonium. It needs to like connect to a plutonium source in order to do this. And so they'd have to like jump back to to the Wind Pines Mall parking lot and like siphon some plutonium out of the case that they had there for the charge of DeLorean in the first place. I'm talking like 
something that would kind of like be, have the retro nostalgia of being able to hop back to the other movies in some way. Oh, I was thinking, so here's Ooh, what I thought fun. when you said time heist. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, so they broke the power source, they need fuel. Yeah. And we want, a, we need an antagonist. Mm-hmm. In my head, I'm like, what if um, Biff like had like um, either memories of dream or dreams about the time travel thing, like uh, Marty's dad had with the visitor, and he's he's like sourced a bunch of plutonium what he has is the visions of the timelines that doc and marty erased yes mm-hmm. so, so he remembers trying- like yeah. how they met like how like they unmess up his stuff like i have the almanac so where's the almanac so he's trying to like get back to and he mm-hmm. and they they're like oh um let's say like we're trying we just need to get plutonium from um so and so plutonium mm-hmm. services and they don't know that it's biff's like great grandson or something who's yeah. the owner of it and his great grand and like their whole mission is trying to get all the plutonium so when eventually Mar- uh, uh, marty and or a doc's kid like mm-hmm. shows up like they'll be forced to team up with the grandson to try to get the plutonium yeah uh, yeah i think I, I think that would kind of kill, you know hook into things very and i, I want to have something where it's like it ends up like they become the cause of like something like i'm talking like Pompeii or something? Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> that no, would be no. I'm talking more like all right, when you meet, I, because I'm saying like, because like the reason that Doc Brown came with the, came with the flux capacitor in the first place was when he fell off his toilet trying to put a clock on the wall, and I'm thinking like something to do with like, yeah. like not that they would like, oh shoot, guys, I really gotta go to the bathroom. Yeah, he like looks over, he's like, what is that? And he falls off his toilet. Like I mean, like or like what, or like whatever, like. Yes, yeah, so actually, like, oh, that's the cause of the first. Does movie. he ever mention when that happens? He's just trying to put. It was, it was, it was around the same time as when Marty came back. Editor Jason, note, I don't know how I forgot about this, um, but the date that Marty goes back to, 955, is the exact day that Doc discovered the flux capacitor. Because if you remember from the parking lot at the Twin Pines Mall, Doc said, you know, a big date in scientific history, the day I invented the flux capacitor. And he talks about it right then. So the date that Marty goes to is the exact same day. So it did just happen. Oh, okay. Because he still has the bandage and he's like, just the other day I drew this. Flux oh, capacitor, and okay. he's like, he's a picture, and Marty's like, well, there it is, you built it it's in the car, um, because that's when like Marty's like, check out this car mm-hmm. that you, you know, cause, you know, he's trying to him he's from the future. I would like to like kind of connect it back into like one of the movies. I'm trying to say like in some way, listen, this is this is which this is, one? I mean, I think like one would have the most nostalgia to it. Sometimes like maybe like they have to like, okay, you know, we know this guy, and they they, they have to like go to Doc's house, but it's like before Marty was there, so it's still Doc like that big like yeah thing on his head, and he's like, let me guess, he's like you're. You're trying to find something. Yes, 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 yes. That's right. That's right. That's right. And he's like, "All right, um, you're look. You come from a long distance. That's why I said. The, that's why I said the second one too. And then something, something, like, something that makes it so he like, it, whatever that whatever that one should be should it make him think that his invention works. So that when they leave, then like shortly afterwards, when Marty arrives, and he's like, "Stop, stop, stop!" Because he believes his invention works. And he tries it on Marty, and he's like, "That means this thing doesn't work at all." Or so, it's like so. It's, so it's, so it's able to like kind of hook into the previous movies without. Breaking con- like breaking the continuity. Yeah, things. yeah. I like movies to do that where it's like, oh, okay, you know. But it's once again off the cuff. I think it'd be kind of cool to see something like like that because like also from like a actually making it perspective, like Christopher Lloyd, who played Doctor Down, is, I mean, I love to say in no position to be acting still. But the other, the other reason too, I'm not sure if anyone's been following this, but he was in the most, he was in the most recent episode of The Mandalorian. Surprisingly, I haven't seen the most recent episode, so I'm not gonna say anything else. Then he's so in it. Lizzo. That's all I'm gonna say. Lizzo and Jack Lizzo's also in Mandalorian. It. Sorry, but I'm not, I'm not trying to say anything. Um, but he's, so he, he's in there too. I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, it's Doc Brown. Uh, and I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Anyway, so but but what I say is, like, and, and you know, and Michael J. Fox is still out there, but he he's suffering from his Parkinson's and stuff. <laughs> but anyway, but whatever. But I do think it'd be beneficial to have cameos in some way, not yeah. like forced like, from like the cast of the, the, whether like whether it's like, oh, 
we get some ice cream and the lady who gives him ice cream is actually like the person who played Jennifer. Like it's like, it's like yeah. casual things like that. You know, we're like, we're like a little, I don't know, something where it's like end credit scene where like Mario still goes and visits, uh, Doc still goes and visits Mario on occasion. Or you can just see like his shoot, something where like it's <laughs> a callback so you can see his sneakers or something like kicking yeah. up the, the hoverboard and be like, yeah. still got it. <laughs> yeah. Um, or even like, um, like, and, and la- like last scene, it was like the last scene or the end credit scene. Where it's like this, vi- it was the shot of like Doc and Marty like t- just having the drink at a coffee shop, and so Marty's like, so that's that's why I think you know, so and Doc's like, you know, so something along those lines where, where Marty's like, and so that's why I think could happen if you made time travel more handheld, and Doc's like, you know what, you're absolutely right, <laughs> and then he's like, well maybe I won't do it, and then like you look down, and he's like, he just he just like, you know, it's like he just finished the plans for like he's gonna do it was, it was something like that where it's like. You know, and then it's like, oh no, version one. You know, and then you know, he's like, oh, yeah. he's, he's gonna keep working on that. It, it, you you said the thing of like, oh, like maybe I won't do it, but he still has the plans. It could be just mm-hmm. like a. But I also that, feel like that's not. That, that might not like, I feel like that'd be more of like a Mario thing to do, not really a Doc thing to do. Because even like Doc in the first movie was like, oh, I won't have any information about my future. Actually, no, because he said I won't have any, any information about my future. Hang on, I take that back. Because I was about to say, oh, that's not Doc's character. He wouldn't do something like that. But in the he first, saves himself from getting shot. Yeah, but in the yeah, but so, uh, I was about to say that's not Doc's character. But in the first movie, Doc Marty hands him a note that says you're gonna die in the future, and he's like, I don't want any information. He tears it up, but then he tapes it back together, and then he knows they're both best in the first movie to not die. So I'm like, oh, and he says, oh, what the hell? All right, so yeah, so Doc's gonna invent the time machine again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um yeah, and so then, um, yeah, and then so that, and then so then he would be able to kind of hop back and you know. He's like, at my old age, I can't drop a steam train anymore. He's like, oh, make it more pocket size. Make it like a life alert little bracelet thing. A life alert. <laughs> um, Did you, you know. fall and end up in 1955? <laughs> we can help. Have you or a loved one accidentally fallen in 1855? You may be entitled for financial compensation. Have you or a loved what, one like ever two f- coins? <laughs> Have two you or gold teeth? Have you or a loved one ever fallen in love you know back I'll in take time? The gold teeth. Have you fallen for your mother? Call we like can't help you there, but Freud might be able to help. It's a little but, button. Uh, it's, 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 it's like a little button thing where it's like it takes you back to your regular time period. And there's like that thing from the TVA and Loki where it just reverts the timeline <laughs> yeah, back to where it's it should a, it's be. A, like, oh. It's a life alert prune. <laughs> have you found that you were in a relationship with your mother in the past and just to, and wish that didn't happen? We can help. Just hit the little button on oh. your life alert. Speaking of the mother thing, I found my mom. Back in college, it's a life alert, and then when you oh. get there, somebody's waiting mm-hmm. for you to hit you with and a cast I can iron firing pa- frying yes. pan, so you don't remember anything. All right, so here's the thing. Oh, let's, let's, let's say this one thing. Yeah. I'm gonna do my little I thing. I found my mom. What? A picture of my mom my from back when she was in college, and um, uh, yeah, my parents. The way my parents look hasn't changed much over the years. Mine have. My Give dad had sec. hair. Yeah, my dad had hair. The only thing that's really changed is that my dad had hair and my parents weight. Here's one last thing I like to nerd out about about Back to the Future. I mean, I literally drew, I literally drew the timeline with the little numbers for the first time. One other thing I like to think about is the DeLorean's placement in the movies. Um, so here's, la- here's my last little nerd rant, and then we'll go off to the thing. So there are four years specifically highlighted in the Back to the Future. 1885, 1955, 1985, and 2015. I'm going to do this from a linear basis. Because I may not, not go through this whole thing. Because super fun. So, 1885. There is one DeLorean there. Doc comes in on it from Back to the Future 2. Leaves it there. Until Doc puts it in the cave. Back to in, 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 puts it in the cave so we can get to it later on. One DeLorean in 1885. In 1985, at one point... So, okay, let's, let's, let's say 1985. Let's say the night of the Enchantment of the Sea Dance. There are three DeLoreans yes. in 1955. 
the DeLorean that Marty came with in the first one, the DeLorean that Marty and Doc came with in the second one, and the DeLorean buried in the mine, which Doc has left there from 1885. So two that work and one that doesn't. uh, 1985. Let's pick a date. Uh, Let's let's say, um, okay, the date is that little period of time between when Marty came back in 1955 and when Marty goes back to, like, that point where Marty comes, at the point at the end of the first movie. Marty arrives, one DeLorean, Marty arrives from 1955 after the events of the first movie. Marty is now here. Marty, before he goes back to 1955 in his radiation suit, begin the movie. And the DeLorean buried in the cave. Three DeLoreans, two functioning, one not, in 1985. So I, I, um, also, actually, no, wait. In 1985, there's only two, because by this point in time, Marty and Doc have dug up the mine DeLorean yes. and used it in 1985. Yeah. So then there's two functioning DeLoreans, 1985. 2015, this picture is only one. They come in with the DeLorean from the from 1985 second movie. For a point in time, there's no DeLorean in 2015, and Biff takes it, uses yeah. it, brings it back. So that's pretty much consistently only one of them. I just like how in 1955 and certain point in in in, eight, in 1955 and in, in 1955 there are three DeLoreans there at the same time. I think it's really interesting. Now, from a certain point of view, that number would change based on all my little number things here, because there won't be a DeLorean in in the mine until Doc travels back from 19, from 1955, uh, the fourth one. So really, in the first three versions, there's only th- there's only the the mind Lauren's not there yet, but then that one goes back and it puts it there throughout the rest of the that timeline. At the end of all, at the end of the trilogy, for the sake of organization and consistency, I'm talking over past Jason entirely for this one. So by the end of the trilogy, we're on 1885 two, 1955 number five, 1985 number four, and 2015 number two. There are also other times in the films that we do not see, and so they are not numbered in my thing like the 2015 that resulted from Biff having the almanac. We don't see that. It does exist, but it's not in my list because I never went and saw it. New versions of most of the timelines, some of which changed more than others. But, yeah. And that's Back to the Future and time travel-related stuff. Oh, Soleil, at a closing, um, if you could travel uh, in time, where and where would you want to go and why? Forward to where, whenever it is that I get my first tattoo, like whatever date it is. <laughs> That or whenever I get my first piercing, because I just want to get both of them mm. really bad. Then the question in that case would be, uh, who came up with the idea for the tattoo? If you went to the future and saw it, and then when you came back, you decided to get that tattoo, then who came up with the idea for the tattoo in the first place? Uh, I think that past me, that like present me would think about it, because I know what I want to get. But and like but I'd be like encouraged because future me got it, so I'd be like, yes, now I know that I can that I have to get it. But I'm you'd be like, I want to get it, but I don't know where. You go to the future, you're like, oh, on my arm, come back. I want it right here. Oh the, yeah, definitely. Like so if I like, look hot as fuck with it on, whenever I see it, I'm not gonna change it. So I'm just gonna go to the future, prune the timeline until they put it in the right place, and be like, <laughs> that's the one. Yes, and I'm so I'm just gonna <laughs> keep fucking with it until they get it in the right place. I'm gonna be like, yeah. The TV is gonna be like, what is going on? Yep. I'm going to be so confused, but I'm just going to be like, trust the process, man. I'll be back here in like 20 minutes. Call the time, cops. Yep. All right. Well, that is this week's episode of Confessor Class. Uh, stay tuned for next week yep. uh, when we are planning on doing a thrift shopping episode. Thank you. We've got a lot of stuff coming up. Um, we have uh, thrift shopping coming up next week. And the week after that, we have a very special episode. Um, which is Icebreakers. Which is Icebreakers. And the week oh, after really? that. 
we oh, have it's the week after that yeah it's episode 13 of 14 oh i'm going crazy stay tuned for it comes out on wednesday yep yep wednesday uh we interviewed one of the professors here on campus professor yukich uh he's putting on godspell and directing the musical this season um for the university um so stay tuned and if you can swing by bucknell theater if you're on campus and check it out next weekend um we are also going to be thrift shopping next week very excited to do that look forward to future weeks with uh godspell with uh as well coming up a few weeks uh, a little bit after that episode uh, 13 of the season will be with uh the band sock drawer we're excited to interview them very on 420 um and talk them about their uh their music and uh their song which which is what we're w- patiently waiting for for the next 59 minutes until it's midnight yes. uh to listen to their song um and do an episode so we'll see what we're gonna be doing with them we'll gotta talk to them in a few episodes maybe we'll do a similar thing breaking down some of their music when their album comes out spoiler alert um it's not called spoiler alert that'd be kind of cool though wouldn't it that would be dope. um i was just like saying like oh spoilers for the fact they're making an album but yeah so that's what's going on we got a lot of cool things coming up and they'll come to the end of the year and then we will have next year coming back once again with another season of band, band camp. Camping. Oh, that was cool. I wish I wish we coordinated that. But we it was like <laughs> it was know. like we did. Uh, I'm gonna love editing that. It's gonna be so much fun. Um, you know, come back to band camping. We'll have some new stuff there. Now that we've kind of made ourselves yeah. known in the marching band sphere, expect more cool Wait, things. And next semester we can actually do a Silent Tunnel takeover because all of us are gonna live in Silent Tunnel. Yes. Um, and so expect more of that. Um. I'm not going to say any more things. The rest of the things I w- I'd like to say coming about what's coming up next are more season finale So I'll talk about them yep. during the season finale. So, you know, take it away, people who love our outro music. But I'm weak. And what's wrong with that? These lights never light up, but that was loud enough. But See you next time. But I'm weak. And what's wrong? I fucking hate time loops. Oh my god.